0: adnock region and welcome to the space lounge this is go Mo tonight and i am your host for the first episode of 2022 chris de loretto and i'm here with my co-hosts
1: zoe roten Heinzman.
2: and sam abbott
0: welcome welcome so um we are recording this today on january 6th which happens to be epiphany and also The anniversary of the Capitol Riots, um, which we will be dedicating this episode to. Um, Just kidding. Um, Actually, this is our our Winter Wonderland episode. And um, our top story in the Madadnok region this week has to do with, once again, we have a strange uh, phenomenon to talk about. It has to do with a man in a Grinch costume. And um, the way that people respond to that sort of thing. So many of you may be familiar with local musician Veer Hill. Um, He has uh, made the paper. And I I guess I have to say that there was this, this was in the police report on December 24th. Um, And I guess this is what I miss by having failed to, you know, provide my updated credit card information to the paper and, and receive the paper is things like this, because this totally was off my radar. But this was in um, a recent paper um uh, it was the log police log from Friday, December 24th. And I'll go ahead and read this here. Suspicious person at two forty p.m. A caller reported a subject dressed in a Grinch costume was on the road at the intersection of routes 101 and 202 and was approaching vehicles when they stopped. The caller was concerned that the person might cause a crash. Hmm. Captain Beltate located the Grinch and had him move over to the side. (laughs) (laughs) He was handing out gift cards to parents with young children. Wow. Um, Can I just, I just want (laughs) to, I just have to interrupt this story um, to also note that the, the story following this story, also from Christmas Eve, um, nine one one call at three twenty two p.m. A four year old called nine one one because his grandfather took the remote away. The child said that grandpa was going crazy. Officer Stone informed the child that he should only call nine one one if there is an
1: emergency. <laughs> I didn't even see that.
0: <laughs> this episode goes out too. Gr- crazy Grandpa and the remote. Um, all right, sorry, I just I happened to notice that just now, um, and um, I, I had to call that out. Um, but okay, so the kid uh, was
1: trying to watch Last Stop Christmas.
0: Or <laughs> <laughs> grandpa was like, "No, must have been <laughs> Grandpa. This is my time travel Christmas movie." <laughs> oh my god. Seriously, Gramps. You know, like if you watch this movie, maybe you would like recognize the regrets you have in your own life. You know, <laughs> that's Hallmark Christmas movies are all about. Um, so, in the in this particular other Hallmark Christmas movie, though, um, so Veer, um, um, real nice guy, um, has um, made a post in the about about this in the Peterborough group. And, um, you know, basically saying, hey, I I made the papers. Um, As far as I can remember, the Grinch was mostly grumpy, grouchy, and troublesome. Barely ever had a good day, but he always had a soft spot in his heart. So this past Christmas, the Grinch, me, this was him, apparently, in the intersection, uh, decided to show some Christmas cheer, love, and kindness, especially after a year of great loss, indeed, uh, sorrow, mandates, and many folks complaining that they can't smell their farts or taste their coffee and called the cops on me because I was handing out gifts to kids and putting a smile on the faces of the wonderful folks and stopped at the red lights. Um, I mean, he he has a legitimate grievance here, I feel. Um, I mean, as we know, what, as we discuss... Like, oh,
1: sorry, go ahead, go
0: ahead. I mean, what, what do the people of this town have against letting people give gifts to the children? You know, like, I feel like we've talked about this at length at this point.
1: Um, were, so was he was he making sure that they were Fight Club kids that he was? Yeah, giving? but that's the thing. So, <laughs> so yeah, I
0: don't. And you know, really, it's unfair of me to make a comparison between the Grinch actually and the Fight Club quest because this actually seems like a much nicer um, random act of kindness rather than a targeted um, vindictiveness motivated gift giving mm-hmm. attempt. I, I actually think Veer uh, Veer's purity of heart is um, real in this case, so maybe he, perhaps he, he should have been allowed to do this, but in any case, it goes on. I'm pretty sure all I did was wave hello to everyone and be funny while giving gifts, and he directed traffic a little bit. Um, so to the concerned citizen who reported me, may all your Christmases be merry and bright. And if you didn't get a gift when I was giving out, send me your address so I can put a smile on your face too. Aww. This is the first and last time I will go out of my way to do anything extra special like this. Some folks will always have a problem or concern with everything, I guess. Well, Veer, if you are listening, I just want to say, I ho- don't let it be the last time. I'm with you. The people around here will have a problem with everything, but these guys will tell you, you can take it from me. Just lean into that. It's okay. Let them have a problem. That's what I do. Just let it, let them have a fucking problem. Whatever. You know what I mean? It's cool. Get in the paper again. Like, let them call the cops again. Like, fuck them. You know what I mean? Like, give, give out the gift cards to the kids uh, in the, in, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, saw You know, it was a very nice message, um, and yeah don't don't let it um, don't let it kill that that spirit. I think that that was a nice, unique thing, um, and I hope that that poor child, you know, eventually got to finish his program. <laughs> uh, in in the other story, in the yes. uh, in the other urgent issue, these were only like an hour apart. I think
1: maybe they um, they need to Veer needs to give remote control boy some Christmas cheer. Well, yeah, it's a that boy. Kid. I'm assuming it's a boy that kid. Four year old,
0: send him your address. And yeah,
1: if you're listening, four year if you're
0: listening, or grandpa, <laughs> if you're
2: <listening.
0: laughs> actually, grandpa, if you're listening, I'll send you a gift card. So reach out to me. <laughs> You'll send grandpa a gift card? Yeah, I'll send, I'll give the gift card to grandpa. Um, yeah, um, indeed. Well, so, so happy new year, Peterborough. Um,
1: (laughs) Don't be giving anybody anything. (laughs) Oh my goodness.
0: Yeah. So as you might expect though, it is, it's a, it's a slow week. It's a slow time um, of the year. You know, the holidays get over, people kind of get back into their routines. I I mean, do you guys, uh, do you guys do new year's
1: resolutions? No. I, I don't really do like resolutions like I I just love your just no. Or just move <laughs> on. Move on from Sam. Okay. Smart. No, that it's question. Smart. smart. Yeah, I don't I don't really do like resolutions like promises or whatever, but I do feel like I try to like restart some stuff at the new year. Like it, yeah. it is meaningful to me and, and it's worked out in the past, you know. I don't have any, like, sentences I can say, like, this is what I'm going to try to do. But I've got, like, all my planners, you know, I mean, this
0: yeah. me like,
1: schedule, yeah, you too. know, changing.
0: Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't, um, I've never loved the idea, the, the, the ways that people approach New Year's resolutions, really, you know. My favorite ones that I've ever made are when I'm, like, I think it was, like, and I am dating myself here, I wouldn't make this resolution now, necessarily, but I remember, like, one of my favorite ones was like, I don't know before 2007 or 2008, I was like next year I'm going to listen to more sublime. <laughs> and, and I did yeah. and, it, and it worked out. You know what I mean? I accomplished that goal and I was glad I did it and I didn't need to like, um, I don't know, like get a ribbon or run a race or anything. I just quietly went about my sublime listening affairs. Um, and it, and it worked out fine. Um, I did have a, um, <laughs> so my, my buddy Pat, his girlfriend um, works at an insurance company and they do like, you know, social media things. They'll like, put, you know, do Instagram stories with it, the kind where like they're looking for responses. You know, you're supposed to like type mm. in an answer to them. And um, sometimes she'll, she'll hit Pat up and be like, Pat, like get your buddies to respond to this, you know, so that it gets more like hits or whatever, you know what I mean? And yeah, it, yeah. it improved its standing. And so <laughs> they did do one on New Year's Eve. And I, 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 I may have been, it, this may have been, um, like the night might've been like underway already. Um, in, in like my, my <laughs> night when, when I got this thing that was like, um, do this. Cause I, I remember I, I, did, I, I was cracking myself up, but I, I answered twice. And like my first answer was kind of real, which was, um, be on Facebook less and read more, you know, that is kind of real. That is, yeah. I, I, I almost have a resolution this year. I, I'm embar- I'm like ashamed a little bit to say like, which is sort of like try to like stay up. Cause I did, I did a bad job with the amount of books I read in 2021 and I don't want to do that again. And I also did a bad job with how much time I spent on Facebook, which like, I'm never going to be one of those people that like gives it up altogether until you know, until it ends, you know, which it will fall apart. We talked about this last time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, so I'm not a quitter, you know, not one of those people, but, and I'll go back and forth. I just want to do it less. That's all. Just a little bit less. I was like, yeah, do Facebook less and, um, and read more. But then I was like, I was like, wait a minute. Wait, I was like, that's not all. And I went back for more and I was like, 2022, I'm going to outlive Betty White and Nice. They actually put that in their story. They published that. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> so. <laughs> so wait, so wait, you're going to outlive her in 2020? like you're it's already reach accomplished. Reach all- 99. Oh, okay. I'm, gonna, okay. I'm
0: just going to keep going. Yeah. You're no. 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 Still, like, I mean, really I already outlived than- her.
1: Okay.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. It's just a. It's a. It's a. It's a already accomplished goal that I'm setting for myself. Nice. Yeah. Good. Start strong yeah exactly exactly right
1: yeah. <laughs> yes it's all about that,
0: that motivational thing
1: but it's i like, do it's like when you make a to-do list and you like put something you've already done on there just so you can like cross yeah, one up. yes exactly because i want I, I get credit for that you know what i mean like
0: i didn't i was in between to-do lists when i did that task so we're going to put it on there yes i 100 percent do that yeah totally totally yeah 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 i'm not one to like give up give up the self, you know, I I actually don't really care that much if other people give me credit, but like when it comes to my own records, like, God damn it. Like I'm giving myself the credit, you know?
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. But I, I do sort of approach new year's generally the same way that you described though. It's like, there's, there's a couple of times per year that I sort of reset and try to return to like rhythm and habits and stuff. And some of that, I mean, it's 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 weird to think about because like not all of that really has to do with willpower in terms of why I wasn't in the habits before, you know, because the two biggest times that I think about are always September, you know, like back to school and New Year's. Right. But the reason that I find it so necessary in those times to like return to a routine is because I know this isn't. True for everyone, but for me, and I I love the holidays and I go at them hard. So some of it is self-inflicted. But basically, there's so much shit that happens between Halloween and New Year's that I never have a routine. Like, I need a solid, like, three weeks in a row of -hmm. nothing unusual going on to to feel like I'm in in a rhythm, you know? And Mm -hmm. that doesn't exist during that period of time, really. Mm -hmm. So by January, which is a boring in my opinion, kind of terrible period of time though. That's one positive thing for me is that I'm like, okay, I can get settled and, and get back to just worrying about nothing, but the, the basic day-to-day things that I want to do to, that, that make me work better, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. And, that um, is,
1: that's absolutely where I am. And like getting back on track with homeschooling, like, I don't know yeah. a single homeschooler who does anything meaningful in December. Yeah, you know? no, I don't think anything, anything, I don't think at regular school. school yeah, yeah, I don't think anything oh, yeah. happens.
0: I remember those days. You know, I loved it. Um. Re-
1: yeah, it's special. I <laughs> mean, yeah, it's, it's nice. special. It's important. Yeah. I don't think it's yeah. a bad thing at all. No, but it's also not. like it's also nice to be like, all right, January, you're you're inside. It's cold. Don't want to do anything. Like you can get some real work done. It's yeah. it's kind of yeah, a nice try feeling for a holiday month. You know, go get it. Yeah. And and in
0: September it's like the similar thing because, like August and you know, but by by like May and June and July I'm like, fuck routine, man. It's nice outside. Like let's just like lounge around and you know, like it's it's going to be light out until nine o'clock tonight. Who wants to come over? You know, um, let's, let's go lounge. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> some sublime. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like that's, yeah. Let's put on some sublime. Let's go to a concert. You know, um, but and, and and I usually go on a, a vacation or two somewhere. Um, you know, here and there, and but by the end of August, uh, it's that same nagging. Like, all right, dude, like you're totally off kilter. Yeah. Like you have no center and no like. Day to day grounding, and like you need to get some work done, like you gotta get some shit done here. Uh, I,
1: I, I think it, I mean, I don't know, like it, it's at least universal among the homeschool moms. Like, like we're all at, all at Cunningham Pond, Pond at the end of August, August. like, this like, is this great, it's a nice day, let's yeah. have a schedule again, you know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I totally get it, I totally get it. So, speaking of the fact that this is not the time of year for cunningham ponds what uh, we we've got a number of wintry um themed items to talk about this we week do. What, are we, what are we starting off with
1: yeah um i guess the winter counterpart to cunningham pond is the is the peterborough rec
0: no <laughs> oh, that's an interesting comparison They're equal right <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> no, I just I just have to say, like, I don't think that I have the hatred for winter that Chris does, but I Nobody, few people but do I really have a hatred of winter sports because yeah. and I learned this just last year. Like my kids, you know, they're Yankees, they're skiers, they they love all this stuff. I don't like sports where like I'm flying out of control, I've learned. Like sure, I don't like to sure. slide on things. That's not, yeah. that's not for me. <laughs> I don't think I really do either. To be honest, I, I've just, I've narrowed it down to that. Like one particular thing. If, if the sport involves that, like, cause I don't like to roller skate either. You mm. know, I don't, I just yeah. don't like to slide and roll. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you. I
0: don't need wheels or like a a sleigh like blade underneath right. me. You know, I don't I don't I'm not looking for that. Really.
1: Right. So this but this year, for all those who do like it, I, I do hope that the um that the ice skating rink can stay open. It was yeah, open it's finally. Some, it's like a we, got, with that. we got cold enough weather. Like last year I don't think it really got cold enough for long enough for the ice hmm. to to freeze, I don't know exactly yeah. what the issue was, but I think that was part of it. COVID
0: can't ice skate with COVID 19. Right.
1: I mean, the the virus just gets in, the,
0: <laughs> just in the messes
1: ice. up the molecular structure <laughs> of the water. <laughs> um, it's a theory. <laughs> but this year, they finally got it. Like, they got it all smooth and nice and good, and it was open. And then some people, like, drove over it. And I just, I don't understand this. I don't just drive like, over it.
2: They drove over the whole thing, or did they drive a little bit onto it to park and realize and kind of back down apologetically? Do we know?
1: I wasn't there.
2: I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
0: Your scenario does sound more likely, Sam. I mean, I can I can see that.
2: Yeah. And I can, you're like, I can oh, my that. God. I just crushed the ice skating rink. But if somebody literally was just like, Woo! and You know what I mean? Gunned <laughs> yep. it through. I mean, how deep is it underneath, right? I mean, to some somebody- is the surface frozen and there's? Is it solid all the way down? I don't, I don't
1: know. No, this I mean, is I think just, it's in the parking lot of at like at Adams.
2: Yeah.
1: It's, so, first of all, I don't think that you accidentally drive on it. No. But maybe I'll give someone the benefit of the doubt. I
0: accidentally <laughs> drove up a little bit on a curb last night in Sullivan Square in um, Somerville.
2: It happens all
0: the time. I was like, "Yeah, we're here, Manny. We're going in." I'm like, "What?" I'm like, all right, yep not not supposed to drive up on this thing. I mean, there's like a <laughs> car behind me, just like shaking his head, like driving around me, like what the fuck are you doing, dude? You know? And then I got, no, no harm, no foul. It was just a quick little like, well, all right, that was a curb that I didn't see.
2: Um, do you, get, the game, do you, you the get
1: like a New Hampshire plate pass in in Boston driving? Because I um, I feel like. I when I used to drive there with a South Carolina plate, which I did for like a year before I finally like switched over. People were nicer to me, and then no, when I got my no. Massachusetts plates, it was over.
0: Yeah, no, 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 no. You they, no, they'll be nicer to. All right, no, no. So, New Hampshire's like they'll be meaner to you because yeah. of the New Hampshire plate. You okay.
2: Then you ought to know how to fucking drive here.
0: They smell pump. blood in the water when they see your New Hampshire plate and they're like South Carolina, they just take pity on you. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. in New Hampshire, it's like, look at these, look at these pathetic hillbilly invaders. Let's, <laughs> let's show them how you drive. Yeah? <laughs> I almost feel like, cause I, I feel like I am a pretty good judge of like, car body language you know is that like sometimes i get like surprising respect when i drive like a massachusetts person with my new hampshire plate. like when they yeah. don't expect me to do a particular thing and i'm like oh yeah i am you know and they're like all right okay <laughs> must, must be from nashua you know <laughs> it's kind of like honorary massachusetts you know they don't <laughs> like, Ma- Ma- I don't know. I-, I, I, do. I do feel like Nashua is like the only place that that Massachusetts people like semi respect in New Hampshire. Um, if they're yeah. a, if they're a, a club liking type of a person, maybe Manchester, but probably not. You know, mm. um, that-, that doesn't happen much. Um, yeah.
1: But in any case, whatever yeah, sure. license plate you have, like, keep it off don't, the. Don't drive on the ice rink. Keep it off the ice rink. Or the
0: curb, but definitely not the ice (laughs) rink.
1: I mean, that's, I don't know what else to say about that. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah. So that was the thing. So in, in, in our, you know, for those of you who don't know, uh, we send out an email every Tuesday and every Friday and it, it gives the region a good picture of some of the top stories, the things you need to know, the latest voices columns we have published the, um, the latest on the agricultural exchange, all this stuff. And that was something that I wasn't aware of that Zoe had Zoe does the Tuesday email. And, um, she had put that in there and I was like, wow, I was like, hell, you know, like that's, that's too bad that it's closed because of that. And then, so I was in the loop and then the next day the rec committee posted on Facebook, they're like, we're open. It's, it's on. And, I couldn't even really figure out how, because I don't think it had been that cold between the time that the guy drove on it and when they opened, but somehow they, the ice came.
1: Yeah. like um, you know, the, ma- the ma- There's like a maintenance guy who like spent a ton of time
0: flattening
1: oh, yeah. it out. So somebody nice. worked really hard to do that, which is part of why it's like so aggravating that people oh, can yeah, like stay right. off of it,
0: you know, stay off that the damn ice with your cars for sure.
2: <laughs> for
0: sure. So it's open right now, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard we'll any have
2: different. Of Just don't drive on it when you do, obviously. <laughs>
0: yep. Um, send a Facebook message to Roxanne if you are unsure, if it's open.
2: Yeah, and when you get there, take a picture and share it with everybody in the Peterborough group. That's right. And tag GOMO tonight. That's it.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> I made it. <laughs> uh,
0: yes. Yes, indeed. That, that is exactly what you should do. Yep. Sounds great. Yeah. So how about the skiers? So we, we talked about the skaters. What about the skiers? What's, I here. there's skiing drama.
1: Yeah, skiers are mad too. Everyone's mad. He's pissed. This is like I'm the year of pissed off
0: people, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and That's it's not funny it. for me because people always see me as like this angry guy unless they know me really well, you know, and then they realize that, that I'm not. But, you know, I, but I do have a little bit of uh, fire in my belly, but it is funny finding myself in a position where I think that I am actually less angry than than most people are in their hearts right now, you know, because people are on their last nerve and I'm just trying to, you know, another new year's resolution. I'm just, I'm trying not to, not to bother myself, you know, with, I'm just, I'm not going to, am not going to get too aggravated when I can help it, which is not always, but, but everybody I mean, else on the other safe hand, about
1: skiing though, you're safe about skiing.
0: Yeah. Cause I don't care. Yeah. Okay. I mean, <laughs> not, my, not, my issue. not my issue, but what are they mad about?
1: So Crotchet mountain, the ski resort, um, opened really late this year. So that's like strike one. And then right after they opened, they closed again and said that it was because they were repairing some lifts and there's some skepticism about whether that's true or they were just closing for other, you know, undisclosed reasons. Because then when they reopened, they said they're only open five days a week instead of seven. And they're not doing any more of the like nighttime, late night skiing, midnight madness or whatever they call it. Mm, They're not doing that this year. And so, you know, people who have season passes are like, fuck you. Like we can't ski as much as we wanted to ski. Everyone's really mad. Now, now, are they owned now by Vail? Resorts? They are owned by um, Vale, yeah, and it seems to be a Vail problem because, like, apparently mm. Pats in Henniker uh, has not had these same issues, but other oh. Vail resorts maybe have, like, had some problems mm. where they've cut oh, hours.
0: Is is Pats independent or is Pats Vale?
1: Pats is not Vale. I don't know if it's oh, part of, a, of okay. a different group, but oh, it's not Vale. Oh, cool. well, that's nice. I th- I actually thought
0: Vale had gobbled up like every small mountain in New Hampshire. Um, but interesting. So maybe it is a, a problem with a a corporate mountain owning structure based in Colorado. You know,
1: I have heard. I have heard not. You know, we don't have to get too in the weeds on on specifics here if we don't want to. But I've heard that some of the the corporate rules and regulations surrounding the current pandemic situation have led to a lot of employees not not wishing to return to Vale. Referring
0: to vaccine
1: mandates, I, I may be.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, we don't want to get too into the weeds on that, but, um, it is, it is a, a factual thing of note. I I mean, if it is indeed the case, um, it's, it is at least a possibility that listeners should consider that, um, that mandates of that kind may be depleting the staff of ski mountains. They took, they're taking away your midnight madness, folks. What's next? What's next? What's next? What's
1: what are they, next? they gonna take next? Yeah.
0: What are they gonna take away next? Mm. I don't know. It's been a lot. There's been a lot taken away in the last couple of years. <laughs> you know what we should do? We should do in March, um like a like a COVID anniversary special. Oh god. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we'll relive like the best clips, like all the highlights of <laughs> <laughs> Of this show, of the two seasons of this show, or like actually, however many seasons we want to divide it up into, right? It's been two years, but many seasons of of the COVID show. <laughs> oh, the co- um,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, um, like of the like the COVID ten episode HBO seasons. There's been there's been several um, so far, I think.
2: Yeah, yeah. but we going to describe four years, November in Wuhan. In 19 right and then 20 21 an hour and 20 this was like last week or something you know like oh
0: interesting years. Yeah, yeah. I years. yeah 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 the cove the cove has spilled into all four years yeah that's true. true that's true um yeah the cove where 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 will it take us next
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's really the only question left to ask, isn't it's it? Yes. Yeah.
0: But but you know, um I do firmly believe that the, the COVID will not ask more of you than you can handle. <laughs> so at a given time. Just kidding. Um, uh, all right. um enough COVID jokes before we get in trouble. Um
1: I, I don't know if this would be a great place to talk about our, our ad <laughs> spot. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but it kind of fits.
0: It is in, in fact a wonderful place to talk about the fact that you are listeners you the business owner the service provider the artist the therapist you have the opportunity to get your placement right here in this program and i know that that may seem counterintuitive as Zoe just pointed out a moment ago you may have to have your brainchild Talked about favorably after a bunch of ill-conceived, off-the-fly, improvised jokes. (laughs) It is not counterintuitive, I'm here to tell you, because that my friends, is when our listeners are listening the most intently and will, as I said last time, refuse to hit that 30-second skip button because, frankly, they just don't know what I might say during that period of time, and who wants to miss a good, a good line of that nature. That, in this case, would be used to promote what you do best. You know, you have, you have a lot of different avenues that you could do for advertising and for your marketing, but you have to look at the cost-benefit ratio. You have to look at the activeness, the intentionality of the audience that may see what you're putting out there. And that's what you're getting here. You are getting a smaller number of core intent listeners who are going to hear every single word of your promotion, and it's going to stick in their brain. And they might not even... Pay it any heed the first time around. They might not pay it any heed the second time around. But when they hear me repetitively endorsing what you have to offer in this seductive tone, they will eventually break down. And this is, we are the only outlet that can, that can say that in this area. So, think about it. Reach out to Sam at MonadnockUnderground.com. And we will get you hooked up. You can sponsor this program. You can sponsor one of Zoe's emails. You can sponsor one of the emails that I send out on Friday afternoons. You can even sponsor elements on the webpage itself. And just a reminder, if you are a farmer, we have the Agricultural Exchange. We have a whole program. That's Zoe, actually, Zoe at com, who um, curates your up-to-date availability. Um, and what you have in stock, and we we are are building a central location for people in the region who are conscious consumers, who are really looking to support local farms, and who are looking to eat local as well, and reduce their carbon footprint, all of those wonderful things. The Agricultural Exchange, over time, is going to provide a centralized hub for them to do so. So you want to get listed on there, and we'll talk about you on here, and that's that. So, a lot of opportunity out there. It's a new year. Now is the time to start thinking about those opportunities. And, you know, maybe you don't act on them until March or something like that. That's the natural rhythm of things. But start thinking about it now. Because if you don't, come March and April, your competitor is going to have gotten to us first. All right. See that's the thing is that we're talking about an ad that is so exciting that like you kind of have to pause afterwards um, and, and take a breather that that's, that's, speechless. that's, what, just, that's what we're yeah. offering. That's what we're offering on this program. We, we are committed to promotion. So hit us, up. Hit us y- up. You're
1: just like advertising our advertising and I'm still just like, wow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. You want to get in on this. All right. What else we got to talk about this week? I know it's a slow week. This might be a shorter episode than usual.
1: Well, we we got we have some more winter to talk about if you want to keep. Oh yes,
0: well yes, my, my favorite subject. Um, <laughs> it, it is it is all that's going on though. So yes, this is our, our winter wonderland episode. Let's let's continue.
1: So, um, well, first of all, I have to like rub it in everyone's faces a little that I was in South Carolina for the holidays, and you know there is a little winter in South Carolina. I used to grow up like. Doing the whole like turn your pajamas inside out ritual to hope that it snowed. Did you guys ever do that? Is that a never did that? Is that a Yankee thing? Is this a Southern thing?
2: Never even heard of that. Never heard okay. of that either. No. You
1: guys, I mean, you're probably like not excited by snow when you're seven. You know, by that time you're jaded. Well, you
0: do. Know, you, you kind of are. You want a white Christmas and like making snow forts and shit.
2: Yeah, you're making snow forts. It's cool.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, yeah, it was actually. Like, it. Like, it was. We well, didn't any superstitions about it though, because it usually happens.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, you you no. can
1: bank on it.
2: Right. Yeah. Lately, yeah. Less so. Less, like no, less like
0: no. Yeah. It's not like that anymore. I'm okay with that now. But when I was a kid, I would have been bummed.
2: Yeah. Huh. Agreed.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, so like we used to get like one to two winter storms, usually ice, not not mm. usually like a real fluffy snow like it. You yeah. know, I didn't see that until I was an adult, but we would, you know, we would go through the whole thing. Um, but now, it, like the past few years, it's been like 70, 75 degrees at Christmas when I go down there and it is so nice. It's, it was so hard to like come home knowing I was coming home to like ice, you know, so much ice here this year. That seems unusual. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I left just in time. We We got home on Sunday and as the ledger transcript has reported this week (laughs) they've you know gone above and beyond and recovered some virginia weather here yep (laughs) through the lens of um our friend jay's dad and stepmom richard and mary riley they are vacationing in virginia and apparently it started snowing there on monday morning so Mm -hmm. i like barely made it out in time
0: you did yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) I mean, I was driving through Virginia for, like, all of Saturday. So, uh, it was lucky. And, you know, they go through the whole thing like, yeah, okay, the South doesn't have, they don't have, like, the plows, they don't have the ice, you know, the the salt trucks or whatever. Like, it's true. We're just not, they're, we, (laughs) they are just not equipped for that. But, yeah, this this time, though, people are, like, I've seen a
0: lot of people in the media, you know, who are not Northeastern people, you know what I mean? And snow snobs being like, they can't use that excuse this time, though, because it was like so known far. And ined- like the whole thing was like this, it wasn't, none of it was a, like the storm hit exactly as predicted. It dropped the exact amount of snow that was predicted on the exact time, you know? Oh, so, wow. like, th- they're, you know, most of the time it's like, yes, they don't have the infrastructure, but there's also a certain caught unprepared because it wasn't supposed to be snow or like whatever else. But like this time, I guess it was like everybody called it right. Like many days in advance and they just, and they, there's some, I've seen people suggest, I don't know how true it is, but that they had the means to pre-treat these highways um, Mm. and didn't do it. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if that's true, but I've seen it. I've seen it said by like reputable, like not wackos on Facebook. Like, in the in the press, seen in the in the yeah. New York Times, you know. Okay. Um,
1: well, they didn't because the Rileys had a really hard time getting, you know, getting through Virginia. They, as this very detailed and fascinating article tells us, they did make it to their hotel room the first night, so they lost power. Uh, they had to flee. Thankfully, Richard Riley is a is a skilled. Winter weather driver and was able to look at the weather forecast and know the precise time to leave. He, you know, that's good. As he that's himself that's credits his his yeah. long experience with winter, getting them to their second hotel. Um, totally. You know they circumnavigated Washington D.C. in order to pull the speed off, but they Smart. did it. Yes.
2: Smart.
1: And so, um, anyway, they're continuing on their trip to visit some museums in Pennsylvania and. As I'm reading this, I'm wondering like, can we get an update on that? Can we get like a part two of this story of like yeah. what museums they visited? That's like awesome. even if it's not like a winter weather
2: yeah. thing. What were I, I, mean, I know. There uh, should be a part two. There needs to be.
1: Right. Well, I have
0: to be honest that more than a part two, what, what I really wanted was like a totally different story. In, in a, and I had and I and I formed this, I formed this idea in my head. When you read the headline, you're like New Hampshire couple like stranded in the Virginia snow on the highway. Well, first of all, so I pictured I pictured several things different. Right. First of all, um, I was imagining that they were. So if you guys heard about like um, like Tim Kaine, for example, the Virginia senator and former nominee for vice president, like he was stuck on the highway for 20 hours trying to get um, like yeah. to Congress. Oh, yeah. He was one of the people. He was just stuck there in the middle of the shit. There was a lot of them who were stuck for like 20 plus hours and like he had, um, what did they say? I think he had an orange and a Dr. Pepper or something in his car and that's like what he had to eat for all that. So, so I was picturing something like that, like trapped, trapped, trapped on the highway, like, like so many were number one, number two. As, As
1: that article would have phrased it though, there was a lack of food. (laughs)
0: <laughs> ah yes yes well in fact to... there was some some trouble you know <laughs> it would have been really boring if if, they, if it was just you know getting off scot-free right um but Wait.
2: yeah
0: <laughs> yeah and and i and i do i do apologize for what might come across as like ageist but like my initial when when it was like local co- i was picturing like I don't know, like a romantic young hip couple in their 20s. I don't know why because there's not that many of those in this region that are local. So are why would shots. I assume that the look like, I should assume that, like, the local couple in the headline around here is over 60, um, but I wasn't, you know. And in fact, I even took it a step further in my head where I was I was picturing this, you know, kind of like um, like rom-com situation, right, where, you know, it's actually like Two old friends who are local who were driving down to like North Carolina through Virginia trying to uh, because both of their significant others live down there. And then they got trapped for 20 hours in the snowstorm and they started starving and they started like at first they were like fighting with each other, but then they fell in love you know and they had to explain you know and it's it's really funny but they have to explain it to the to their significant others when they get down there finally and it's awkward but this well, is a made up tale this is not oh yeah I know the ledger transcript cannot give me what what doesn't <laughs> exist i guess no yeah.
1: <laughs> i mean it doesn't really go into like any of the romantic goings on that may or may not have happened during this time I mean, I'm pretty
0: sure they've been together for a a while, you know, that it's not, that it's not, um, I think they're married and, um, you know, um,
1: romantic moments.
0: (laughs) Yeah, They might've, they might've, but, but that, see, in this context, that just feels like voyeuristic, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily need to need to know, you know what I mean? In the way that like, you might, that that voyeurism gets glossed over or or perhaps exists to a lesser degree if you're talking about this like rom y kind of like hot young people scenario. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. Or well, it's a like- or it's an ageist double standard. <laughs> that that I might have.
1: Yeah. So no, your story is nice not know yeah, what they nice. do about the what did they do about the starving? I thought you were gonna be like they're starving and they start like slicing each other's arms off, but yeah. no, no <laughs> so well, it could,
0: it could do, and that, That's <laughs> like what's going on, they see that going on in like the car next door and they're yeah. like, We don't want to take that path. We should try love instead of hate. And
1: then, <laughs> <laughs> I feel and then, like, like fairly certain that I've read some like I don't know, I read some stuff in my early twenties where it's like You got. There's only one way to get warm, you know. Like people who hate each other who are like freezing to death. There's only one thing to do. Is that true? It would be worth a try. I
0: feel. Yeah, I mean, if you know, yeah, no, right, 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 right. Yes, yes, and and in this in this type of story, of course, you would you would try it sooner rather than later. You know, probably Um, after the initial hanger wears off. You know. But I, I also imagine them like, like cuddling afterwards, being like, you know, this is a really good lesson about the fate of the planet, and from now on, we're not going to drive a car. After this, <laughs> this will be our last. <laughs> this will be our last ride.
2: <laughs> and alone. we,
0: we are going to be in love and save the planet, and. I don't know where it goes from there but
1: uh, that's how they spin it to their significant others. They're like we can't continue in these long distance relationships for the earth.
0: That's right, local romance only. Yeah. 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 And then they come they come back to Peterborough and they become the first like wardens of the dog park and they try to pa- pay it forward to all the other young <laughs> singles.
2: Yes. There you go.
1: Stop looking for love in North Carolina. <laughs> it's right here at the dog maybe, park.
0: Maybe the paper should just start inventing some stories like this that would be better. <laughs> I like but this so
1: apparently, they did go to like some good, you know, they went to Monticello. They oh went to yeah, Memphis, went they went to ago. Nashville. Yeah, that's cool. So, if they need to fill more half pages as as the weeks go on, you know, we could hear more about their their vacation. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if there's like anybody else who's out
0: of town. <laughs> so we could maybe check in with like, hey, what have you been doing? <laughs> you go to any hotels? <laughs> and, you know,
1: time anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> See anything? <laughs> I uh, we just stayed at a hotel in Pennsylvania on our drive back in a town called Chartlesville, Pennsylvania, and I personally couldn't stop laughing at that name because
2: Chartlesville. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's I was very that's,
1: immature that day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You would. I mean, I don't know if that was my time. Like, it,
0: do you wonder about <laughs> places like that, that? If there's an organization in that town that is. Like dedicated politically to potentially renaming the town, because <laughs> I, I, I mean, like even if it's not popular, like, even if most people are like, "Fuck you," it's been this name since you know seventeen twenty-two, you know, when when Shardle wasn't funny back then. And yeah, exactly, exactly. That was that was the name of a revered figure that no one would make scatological jokes about back then, and 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 they want to ca- They want to kind of just turn a blind eye and pretend that it's still back then and that there's nothing, you know, maybe that's most people, but there's like a core, like, you know, um, like that Margaret Mead quote about like a small dedicated group of people changing the world. Like that's, that's like it in, in Charlottesville, like that's what they're doing. Like they're, it's like five of them. And they're like, come on, we like, they've expl- they've hired a lawyer and they've explored the legal options of like how, this could happen and they're trying to like get people on board i don't know maybe they like it maybe maybe everybody, they do. <laughs> maybe everybody likes it maybe they moved there for that reason
1: <laughs> i feel like there's there's also multiple like romances that you've set the stage for here like we could just write all these like hallmark movies oh
0: yeah yeah you mean like like someone someone in like the small dedicated group like a girl in the small dedicated group like meets like uh, like a seventh a generation Charles yes. Gillian who's yep. like who's like General Shardle is the unsung hero of the Revolutionary War. George Washington would have been fucking nobody if it wasn't for Shardle. And um, and we will not besmirch his name by taking it off the town. And they like, I don't know, um, they both um there's there's like a little mini riot and they get um, people get arrested and they get assigned to community service together. And then they like, they, they're picking up trash and they're like, yeah, yeah fuck you. Like, yeah nah, you suck. And then they like, and then like, I don't know, like one of them, like they brush up against each other accidentally and then like look at each other in the eyes. And then they're like, mm, maybe you're not so bad after all. And then like, and they're like, but no, I can never be with you. We're on opposite sides of the aisle. And then um, I don't know, some, something else, something comes between them and then, fate brings them back together. Yeah, I mean I I don't know. I should I should write these things.
1: <laughs> I appreciate that you did not make the plot of that one scatological in any way. <laughs> no, it's incidental. You have to make
0: that incidental, you know what I mean? Like or like look, I'm like in one of these films, right? You need a quirk like like a bunch of quirky like side characters, you know? So you you have to you have to cater to multiple audiences, you know. So for those who are coming to the Chartlesville film for the Scatological, you have like, you know, a friend like a a friend, you know what I mean? The guy's friend who's like a, a divorced bachelor who's like really funny, but he's kind of a dirtbag, you know, and he's just like chartling along, making shardle jokes. It would be in there. It's just not the main yeah. plot. No, you, can't make it, you have to make it a side thing. You can't make it the main thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm inspired now.
0: Yeah. No. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, I I do think that that's all of the real the the news that's fit to print here. Yeah. Um In in uh, the first week of of the year of our Lord 2022. And that's and that's quite okay, I think. That's quite okay. I will I will say in closing that you know, the combination of all of these snowbound stories plus your tale of w- warm christmas it just reaffirms the fact that, you know, I I try to be honest about these things with myself and and the fact of the matter is when it comes to like my broader goals in life, like I have definitely crossed off a few of them like dedicated to making the world a better place to make room for my goal of like getting enough money to be a snowbird. Um, So sorry, world, but I'd like Mm. to do winter in Florida.
1: Not, yeah. Goes against the whole premise of your romance novel there. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you you could stay and enjoy like a white Christmas at the dog park.
0: (laughs) I would have to write that under a pseudonym so that I, to avoid charges of hypocrisy. You know, it's really my, 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 my the, the part of me that remains concerned um, would, would be, I'd give it a name, and, and it, could, it could, be the, could be the author of that. Um, I, I'm not sure what that name would be. We can think about that for next time. But for okay. now, everyone. That is our program. We'll be back next week. We've got all of our contact info, all the ways that you can reach us for anything positive or negative that you would like to talk to us about in the show notes. Again, check out the website. Get on our email list so you get the Tuesday and Friday emails. You don't want to miss these things. There's so much going on. This is going to, you know, January is boring, but 2022, good or bad, It's going to be a popping year. There's going to be all kinds of shit going on. So come along with us for this ride. We want you with us. We're happy that you're here so far. Bring your friends. And let's do this fucking thing. All right? So we'll see you in the Space Lounge next week. Until that time, take good advice.